0: Just one more
1: sleep. Well, yeah, one more sleep before the U.S. election. And there's a lot of skepticism about the traditional polls, which failed to predict Donald Trump's victory last time around. So I thought it would be a good time to consult Polly, the Canadian artificial intelligence technology used to predict elections. Polly uses public data from social media networks, and her track record is pretty good. She predicted Donald Trump's rise in popularity and the popular vote in 2016, as well as the Brits' decision to leave the European Union. Before our last election, she called a Liberal Party minority government with 77% confidence and the Ford majority before that. So let's bring in Erin Kelly, the CEO of Advanced Symbolics, an Ottawa-based company that created the Poly Pollster AI technology. Hi there, Erin. How are you? I'm very good, Libby. Thank you. Thank you. So... Uh, what is your prediction, and and when did you feel confident about going with it?
2: Well, we consolidated our confidence, or Polly consolidated her confidence over the weekend, uh, and she is now ninety eight percent confident of a Biden presidency.
1: Okay, and uh, give me a, an idea of uh, what went into that call.
2: Well, we have been seeing Biden ahead throughout. Uh, the campaign. Now, there were times when we saw boosts for for President Trump, uh, namely when he developed COVID and his recovery shortly after COVID, uh, as well as during some of the riots in the Black Lives Matter movement. So those were things that gave boosts to Trump throughout the campaign. But uh, since then, uh, with the riots dying down and also with the increase in COVID cases, There's been a real verdict in the United States that the president has mishandled these crises. And we definitely saw we were looking at the swing states over the weekend and we saw, by and large, for sure, Pennsylvania, we now see is going to go for for Biden uh, and a lot of the other swing states as well. Texas is still a little bit up in the air, but she was looking to see those swing districts those electoral votes how would they go and she's now confident that they are going to go in that biden's favor what about florida florida is is uh, is leaning toward biden we're not as sure about florida as pennsylvania um but if she wins pennsylvania that i mean if he wins pennsylvania, if, if Polly is correct about pennsylvania then he's not he doesn't need Florida in order to win, but we do. We do see it leaning Democrat right this morning.
1: Interesting. I was just talking to our Zoomer Squad and David Kravitz, who is a, a demographic guru of sorts, and basically what he was saying is that uh, it seems that you know there was a lot of. Um, a, a, there was a lot of faith put into uh, the idea that younger voters would be voting in much larger numbers and mostly for the Democrats but but he said that doesn't seem to be panning out at least not in advance and, and mail-in voting and also um, the fact that there that there are big numbers big big resurgences big second waves in Europe might be going in trump's favor because people are thinking hey maybe were not as bad and negligent as, as we thought. Uh, did any of that play into uh, Polly's calculations? We did, we did
2: look at various scenarios um, around COVID. Now, it, with regard to the president's handling of it, well, it's true that this is a global pandemic and that's what he's been trying to argue, the president also portrays himself as almost like a one-man show. So he did make promises to people that, a vaccine was imminent, and that he was going to bring it in. And and the people who were relying on that uh, took him at his word on that. And so now that the vaccine is not there, so he was getting a boost when he got COVID, and he was going online and saying, you know, I've had it now, and I'm going to rush through some treatments, I'm going to do this and that. The electorate expected he was going to do that before the election. And we saw, or Polly saw, that had he accomplished that he would be facing a very different judgment tomorrow. But his failure to do that when he said that he would has caused people to lose faith in him. So they do see this as uh, him letting them down, and they they are not giving him a pass be- just because Europe is also having problems, because they expect that this president is different from all the others, and he has not shown himself to be, except in that the U.S. is having Even worse infections than other countries.
1: Hmm. So uh, does Polly still see COVID as the key factor in the election? Yes, COVID is the number one
2: issue in this election. Um, You know, there are other issues, but this one is by far the dominant one. That. He, he is losing this election because of his handling of COVID.
1: And what about the gender divide? We were hearing that most men are for Trump, but but he really has a problem with women.
2: Um, he definitely has a problem with women, um, but I would not say that most men are for him. <laughs> we are seeing that, you know, he's, <laughs> my apologies, in terms of the popular vote, um, we see, Biden getting fifty five percent of the vote, so men and women are turning against the president in this election, but definitely women have more issues with the president than than men and and also uh minority voters, so racialized voters black voters uh, hispanic also less likely to vote for trump
1: hmm and um uh, is is Polly? I mean, things uh, might be turning a certain way right at the end. Is is Polly attuned to that? How how are, are you handling that?
2: Yes, we did. I mean, our margin of error was last week was quite a bit higher than it is now. We ran a bunch of different scenarios. Um, the scenario that I mentioned about if, if he gets a vaccine, um, we we looked at scenarios of more. Uh, you know, the effect of lockdowns. So as an example, uh, if people weren't locked down, we'd expect them to be talking over the water cooler, talking to their colleagues, and we would have actually seen more votes for Biden if if there hadn't been lockdowns in, in the places that there are lockdowns right now, if there hadn't been as many people working from home. So we have worked out a number of scenarios in the lab, and that's what's giving Polly her increased confidence today. That this really is looking like a a strong Biden win,
1: mm-hmm. and and you're predicting that he wins both the popular vote and in the electoral college. Yes, both. Hmm. Uh, and um, do you have any sense of how long it will take to get to a result? <laughs> I don't think that's well, a policy question, but <laughs> no, that's an administrative. Uh, that's an
2: administrative question, and that's that's the big worry right now. I think, especially if you're on the you know, on the side of the Democrats, just the difficulties, you know, we definitely are seeing in the sample people saying I mailed in my ballot because if you mailed in your ballot, uh, you're supposed to get a notification that it's been received. And some people are saying I got my notification that it was received and others saying they did not get that notification. So there is concern, did all the ballots get received? And And that is something obviously that can affect the outcome of the vote at this point is, you know, because twenty percent of, from what we're saying, twenty percent of people voted by mail, and so the integrity of that system needs, you know, is really that's that's of concern right now. I would say.
1: Have you done any measuring of the other races, the Senate, the House? We haven't. No. <laughs> that's enough. The uh, the presidential race. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So give me a sense. You know, you work with. Uh, what are the kinds of things on social media that really go into your prediction
2: so we have a we have a representative sample on social media so it's important to understand that we don't listen to everybody and and it's not completely random it's a controlled sample so we're making sure that we're selecting specific people for the demographic that they represent and to make sure that they are representative, so they're you know average Americans, we have almost three hundred thousand Americans in the sample across the country, <clears throat> and we're looking at not just what how they say they're going to vote or what they read or what they click on. And, and by the way, it's important to uh, to be clear that we don't collect any names. There's no privacy breaches. We're just getting trends, but we also look at what are the issues that seem to be uh, affecting their vote. Uh, And I'll give you an example. We saw a lot of people engage on the issue of the Supreme Court and Amy Coney Barrett, but we did not see that that was was affecting how people voted. So high engagement, but low impact on the ballot. Uh, But other issues did have high impact on the ballot. Uh, Black Lives Matter, the riots, COVID, obviously. Uh, And also, interestingly enough, the the integrity of the election. Uh, When people questioned whether or not The, the process would be fair and, and handled properly. Um, it actually discouraged the voters who, who are a little bit more apathetic. It discouraged them from, it could discourage them from participating in the election. So Polly is actually seeing that a lot of people are questioning, well, if the, if the voting isn't going to be fair, should I bother? And so that's why we haven't been emphasizing that a lot, but we are seeing that that's a concern. We do think it's going to be very high turnout, but but where there are questions about the integrity of the election, it could encourage people to stay home, and those that would stay home were more likely to vote Democrat.
1: Hmm. that's interesting. Uh, we're basically out of time, so again, the exact prediction—it's a, a Biden victory. Do you have numbers? Yes,
2: it's uh, it's three
1: fifty-seven votes for Biden versus I think it was one seventy-one for Trump. So a very decisive victory for for Mr. Biden. Okay, well, that's what my husband thinks will happen, so we'll have to see. In the meantime, Erin Kelly, Advanced Symbolics, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you,
0: Libby. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.